Blog Talk Radio. And hello, hello, this is Helena Stanley-Holstein with our wondrous world. This world so full of wonders that we experience like every second of the day and the night. So here we are together. I'm so glad you took the time to sit down and actually listen. (laughs) That's amazing. Thank you for doing so. And also thank you for sending me little notes back. Sometimes you like what I say. Actually, those are the ones who write me the most. Sometimes you don't like what I say. And that's very good too. I want to know what the feelings are out there. And I'm not always right like that moment. I'm right the way I feel in my mind for that moment. But, you know, I change also. And this is what life is about. We have to be able to change. One of the things I cannot stand is when I come across a person that could be either in my work or just out there in the market. And when someone says, This is the way I feel about it. And I was brought up to believe this. My mother said, this is what's the way to believe. And my father said the same thing. And this was the way it's going to be. Oh, my God. This is the why the world looks like it does. Because we are not willing to improve. You know, change can mean improvements. I like you to, to send me a little note what you thought. And uh, if there is something that you like to hear more about, and of course not everyone likes to hear about the light, well, then I'm not your show. Then you should listen to me. Because I'm such a strong believer in love and light, meaning that core energy that is the core of this universe. And it lives also within us. And I'm a strong believer that this is what comes first. This shiny light. And that is also what we call the first commandment. You know, we have ten commandments from the written in the Bible. But they have nothing to do with religion. For some reason, you believe this was created by Christians. No, I talk to different religions, you know, in my, in my circle of clients. I have Muslims, I have Jews, I have Christians, and I have total non-believers. And uh, they, I all refer back to the Ten Commandments. And even the biggest atheist would say, and it's believed, that if we all believe in the Ten Commandments, we would have a better world. So if you don't believe that, read them and see what they all are about. What wrong is it to say, we shall not kill, we shouldn't steal, we shouldn't lie? It's all written in the Ten Commandments. And if we believe that, and I don't know how I came into this because I haven't planned on saying all these things today, but Is it a good idea to follow your heart? And I think that's exactly what I'm doing today. I'm just following what comes out of my heart, what I feel. And it's true, I haven't 
planned or written for this show. I just said, dear God, please help me and let me talk the way I usually talk. And that's what I'm doing today. And that is number one. Shall you follow your heart? When you follow your heart, you follow spirit. Yes, you do. And who is spirit and what is spirit? It's that eternity that lives within us that is the balance of things. And this balance of things is always in a movement. So when something is wrong, it puts the balance back again. That way, every life, all life will continue living because this higher power is putting everything back into balance again. And here on this planet, we do pretty good work of trying to ruin this planet and us and our lives and our dreams. That's what we have been doing. Why? Because there's usually one person out there who wants things for himself, his way. And then he starts a horrible situation for others. I wrote that in my newsletter the last time. That it always, you know, goes back to one person, one man who ruins our world. And I mean that. If you know history, this is what happens all the time. And this was usually a man who didn't have a single feeling of love and light in him. He was not following his heart. He was following his emotions. But that's not your heart. Emotions belongs to, you know, your head, your feelings. But not that love, that feeling in you which is, of course, again, a feeling and emotion. So that's why it's so hard to express in human limited words what anything spiritual is about. But once you have this activated energy in you of love and light, you will be on a different track. Should you follow that? Of course you should follow that. However, there is a big but here. It's not that practical all the time. No. You have to be practical. You have to follow your, your uh, how should I say, your logic, your intellect at times as well. And that's what I talk about, balance of things. You have to make everything a balance. I take a deep sigh here, try to think what would be the best idea for us following our heart or following our head. But it depends on the situation. Let's say now you don't have you don't have that job you really would love to have where you can expand and just Follow your dreams in doing things. And now you have two choices. Either you have a talent and you feel you can expand on that and turn that into a profession, into a business. Yes, 
If that talent is good enough, you feel you have already proven to yourself that this is working, how great when you can follow your heart and do something you really, really love. This is how we find success, not only in our business, but also to follow in our private life. However, if you don't feel ready yet to use your talent, I opt for the other solution. Take a job where you get the money. Because now, I'm not saying you're going to work yourself to death and you're going to be miserable, but it's not your dream. But you're making a good living for yourself and your family. I think you should do that and not to put your family through when you are trying to make your dream come true. However, again, I don't mean that you should leave your dream. I just feel you should build up security. And now, somehow on the side, and I've seen this happen so much, and that's why I say it, on the side, you can now start to see how can you make that other side of you where you can follow your dream and practice on that one and do the business in small scale and start that way. I have seen too many out there who believed they have gone to classes to learn a certain thing and now they want to build the business. They rent space and they start an office with telephone and all these things and waiting room and everything else. And the people are not coming. Of course not. How would they? You have to build up, you know, a reputation first because the biggest way to grow your business is to get the capital. Not financial, of course, that helps, but not to build up a capital of knowledge of clients and a reputation. And now it starts moving. And that's nature's law. And that is how you kind of feel the best about things. But don't just feel, oh, I have this talent. I've gone to this class. And now I know how to do this, whatever it is. Now I want to have an office. And it's not enough to put up a sign on the door saying you're there. Even if you just sell things like merchandise, you have to do something out there because marketing is everything. Marketing, everything. You have to move the energy around. And now you do that, of course, with your heart. But as I said, do that regular job first. And have that security to make everyone happy. You don't want to have an unhappy family around you. They want to see you happy. And that's the thing again. You have to have that emotional balance in you to do certain things right. So, what, uh, uh, well, I can talk about, I have a few questions that came in here. And I think it was uh, not necessarily in connection with this show, but they had come in just the last couple of weeks. And I picked this because they have to do with love somehow. And it says here, which one should I take? Uh, 
Well, first, how do I get an appointment? Yes, you just email Dr. Helena info at yahoo.com or you go to bodysoulconnection.com or www.findingyourinnerlight.com and connect with me. And I would answer you with a few pages to read so you know you're doing the right thing before you come to me. So anyway, here I say, I don't love my child anymore. What can I do? Am I a bad person? And it goes on about my daughter is 17 and we don't get along. We live together. What shall I do? (sighs) You know, isn't that something going around very much? Mother, daughter. I'm trying to think back for my own teenage years. I had more problems with my father, I think, because he was kind of uh, very much into you have to follow rules. My mother and I had no problems. Of course, I'm not saying that, telling you the truth. Of course, we had problems. I was a teenager. I had problems with everyone. That's normal. Teenagers don't yet know who they quite are. Their hormones are not quite in the right places yet. It's a difficult time for them. They're growing. They have all this physical and mental and psychological growing pains. And no one realizes that. They're trying to figure themselves out. They're trying to figure others out. They're trying to figure out what life is about. So what we should do now, or what you should do, uh, what is your name again? You know, I don't see, I see you live in New Jersey. I don't see your name, okay. It must be, oh yes, it's there, I see Laura, Laura, okay. Laura, write that down, so have that. And um, what you should do with your daughter is, you should just figure it out. Make yourself both sit down. Well, she would probably not want to do that. But you can say, okay, let me sit down. I'm getting tired, you know. And uh, let her run around, but not both of you. So then you sit down and you try to figure it out. You look at her and see, has she gained weight? Has she lost weight? How is she looking after her hair, her skin? Just figure out so now you know where she's probably standing a little bit more with herself. Does she take care of herself? And now you should start to listen to her. What is it actually she's saying? And you let her talk. Don't try to interrupt her all the time. Just let her talk. Let it all come out. And in the end, she might run off the words. And now you can figure out a little bit what she really wants. Or you can ask her again, what is it I do wrong? And see if she actually knows what is wrong or what you do wrong. And then you can say, you know, this is what I'm trying to do. Because I love you. I'm concerned what's out there. I want to help you. And I've been a teenager. You have never been a teacher's nature. I have been a teenager. I somehow remember how it was. 
And then you can make her be right somehow in a few points. So the thing is, not too much of the running around and slamming doors and leaving the room. Just see if you can communicate. And I think this communication is the only right way of doing it. And now, discuss the changes. But you have to follow your heart in this because you have given birth to this child. You have invested a lot of time and care and, and love into this child. And it doesn't go away that quickly. So you feel very hurt and now you start to practically hate her because of her behavior. And she, of course, she hates you. Of course she does. She's a teenager. You hate everyone. And I can't, cannot say that enough. And teenagers think they know because they discovered life and now they're kind of a little bit more independent. They think they know everything. And they want to show that to the world. And they are not necessarily right about everything. I feel if we give that some talk, and it seems to be like in the generation that happens again and again. I didn't have direct big trouble with my mother, but my daughter and I had some trouble, and only because times had changed. It was a dangerous life in South Florida with all the drugs and all the crime going out and to let your child go out and all this danger. Of course, I was concerned and I wanted to put some limits on things, but tell that to a teenager who has just discovered life. It was hard. Now, we have a wonderful life together. We have a good uh, connection a very good relationship about everything, and we talk. Now, of course, she has, and she has gone through the teenage children. She knows what it is. But the strange part, when she grew up, and she said, why didn't you tell me about those things you worried about? And I said, hello, what was it I was saying? Do you remember? <laughs> and now I hear when she's talking about her, teenagers, or particular teenage daughter, that she has the same concern and they don't talk, you know, out of the same concern. It's very, very hard to understand each other. You have to figure each other out and where you're coming from. But when she grew up, my daughter grew up, she said, oh, why didn't you tell me? And I can repeat that time after time because somehow it doesn't sink in when you're a teenager that you listen right. You just forget because you live in the moment. So here, yes, follow your heart. Your family shouldn't fall away that quickly from your loving heart only because they didn't follow your directions. No, this is big. Now, I have a different situation, and that is, where did I see that question? Yeah, my son has disconnected all communications with me. He has a wife, and she hates him, hates me. 
I cannot see the grandchildren and I'm heartbroken. What can I do? Because they all hate me. Okay. That is interesting. I don't think your son hates you. There's something about your opinion or behavior. You're not trying to figure out now intuitively what is going on. And now I start to feel exactly what it is. You, the mother of the son, yes, you loved your son very much. And then he got a wife. And you didn't approve of that wife from the start because you felt she took over his life. And you couldn't be in the same position with him anymore. So now you treated him and you treated her, not in the same nice ways that maybe it would have been the easy way for everyone if you would have been. So if we now can start to think back to your son, with your son, and see, yes, I love my son. You should build up that trust with your son again. He's standing up for his wife because somehow you have not permitted his wife to be the number one woman with him. You want to be his number one woman. But now you will not admit that it is the number one woman in his life who is his wife. And she has children with him. So now they are the unit, the number one unit together. It's sad, but it's true. You will always be his mother, but this is not the situation. You want to heal that. It should be healed. And I suggest you go back to your son somehow. Either somehow if you can call him at a good time, which will be hard, and he shouldn't be at home when you do that, because then he has the wife and the children and that might be disturbing and he cannot say everything and he has to talk undisturbed. You can write him a note, a nice note, and ask for forgiveness. Yes, you have to ask for forgiveness that you somehow didn't understand that he is married now and you want him to be happily married, and you want them to be a happy family, but you would also like to be a good mother-in-law, and you can ask him, what do you think I should do? If he answers back, oh, you can stay away from us because he's still hurting, don't take that seriously. Wait a bit and come back. He might come back in the meantime himself, but... I think you would like him to know that you're sorry, but that you should ask for forgiveness and you should actually mean it for him. Because, again, his wife is the number one woman in his life now. You will always be the mother. And, you know, according to the Bible, according to the one of the Ten Commandments, you should honor your father and your mother. But they don't own you anymore. You're past, he's past age 18. And that's why you cannot get married before age 18. 
because you're not ready yet and you're still in the hands of your parents. But once you're 18, those kids are okay to go out and live on their own. Of course they're not, but you know, according to the law, they are. So we have to allow them and we have to be there to assist them every way. And you have to be a good grandmother and you have to offer babysitting services. Now, his, his, uh, he might have uh, one mother-in-law, I mean, his, the mother of the wife who might be there. And of course, it's always the mother of the wife who somehow comes first. It's sad, but this is the way it is. So you have to accept that too. And if you're not friends with her, I think you should make friendships with her. And she, of course, has heard the situation from the kids. So you should ask her for forgiveness as well for not having been maybe the way one should have been. Sometimes you have to ask for forgiveness. It's very, very important. And particularly if you want to follow your heart. One of the things is you have to be spiritual. And when you're spiritual, you have to be of the open mind that you can ask for forgiveness. But of course, you have to feel that you were also wrong. And you have to feel that you want to change certain things. So is it a good idea in life to follow your heart? Yes, it is. And No, it is not. And when I say no, it's not, because it comes to certain practical things. You have to allow your head to rule as well many times. You have to be practical. If you want to get a good dog for your kids, you know, you have to make research and find out what kind of dog is good for the kids. And then you have to look at the individual dog if it's good with kids. Instead of just looking for a dog that you like, like a big whatever, it could be some kind of dangerous dog. Now, I don't believe much in dangerous dogs, but some dogs have a different temperament, and you should really watch that. So it's not a good idea that, oh, I can give it love and it will be good. No, it's not good enough. Let someone else do it who has the time to do that. But if you want to have a family dog now and the kids are small now, you need to be practical. And I said this about the dog because that question came up with one of my clients the other day who wanted to have a, a former police dog as, you know, as a family dog. And I wasn't sure that was a good idea, uh, but... I said also, maybe you have to check this particular dog and see how good this dog is. I got a Doberman Pinscher, you know, female, for my family. And I got one more and one more. I had three female Doberman Pinschers. And everyone said I was crazy because that didn't work with with kids. They were the best babysitters. They were remarkable. Their temperament was so incredible. They were the best babysitters you could think about. And if anyone would come close to my child, 
they would show their teeth. They wouldn't bite the person, but they would show their teeth and growl. <laughs> However, a kid could take anything and knock over their heads, and they would just kind of take a big sigh and just take it. And that's so important to know that dogs who love kids, they get hurt by kids. Don't let the kids take over with your dogs because they do hurt their dogs very much. So that is one thing. So yes, follow your heart, but do follow your head. And one thing you should not follow is fear. That has nothing to do with your heart. That is simply, you know, the darkness of an energy. And don't allow your fear to rule you at any time. And this happens a lot when someone loses someone they love. That now they are getting, you know, overwhelmed by fear. And that goes particularly when people are old. They've been together a whole life. And now you have one spouse alone and he and she They don't know what to do with themselves anymore. They cannot handle their lives anymore. They cannot look after themselves. So you have to get rid of that fear. It's so detrimental to your health, to your well-being. I was having lunch with a few ladies, which I have a lot, you know, um, during the week. And... um, one of the ladies came from, uh, let's say, New York. She was so elegant and she was so outspoken about things. And she kept on talking and talking and talking. And I think it was only because she explained that she hadn't seen people for so long. We've seen people, but she hadn't been together in groups for very long because of COVID. COVID had changed her life. She said COVID introduced fear into her life. She started to look at people as people who would give her, who would hurt her because they could give her the sickness. And I asked her, well, aren't you vaccinated? And she said, yes, I'm vaccinated. I got five shots. And I said, so what are you fearful of? Well, this is that's going around. That's what they keep on saying. We have to protect ourselves and everyone gets COVID anyway in spite of the vaccination. So I'm, I'm so scared. I don't, I haven't dared do anything during this time. I'm petrified when I leave the house. This is what we are doing to our world. We are creating fear all over. This is not what we want to have done to us. I haven't, I have spoken out and you know where I stand with all this. And I cannot stop understanding. You know, I cannot understand. I cannot stop believing. Why is all this going on with all? Why do you build up this fear? And I'm asking this directly to the management of this country. Why are you so concerned that we are staying with the fear? This is not natural. It's not natural to be fearful. Yes, natural fear. Yes. You see it with the wild animals. They're fearful of us. 
with all right because we hurt them. And we should have certain fear, meaning we should look for the consequences of things. But we shouldn't live our day through the day with fear. We should wake up in the morning with fear. We shouldn't go to bed with fear. We shouldn't wake up when we feel sick in any way. Oh, I've got this sickness. Oh, I'm going to die. No. The chance of dying is very, very small to actually die from COVID or with care. You know, with COVID is another thing. You die from something else. But now start to watch your thoughts. Don't live with this fear. And I know some people don't like what I'm saying, but I know some people love what I'm saying right now. And that's what I mean. Follow your heart when you talk. I've done that from the start. But of course, I'm not normal, you know. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm acting normal, but then I have some, well, I have a profession that is not quite the normal kind of thing to do. And that's because I've been following my heart. In my work every day, I'm following my heart. And that means I'm listening to spirit. I'm listening to the plan. I'm listening to the spiritual plan of things, of this person that I'm trying to help, of this planet I'm trying to help. This planet also has a plan. And we have to watch it now in every way. And all these things don't happen just by coincidence. That this with COVID comes now is we have to start to think and put the right feelings first. And this war in Ukraine is also happening for the reason. It has to, it's telling us, watch out who you're listening to. What words are you listening to? What leader are you talking to? In my last newsletter, I talked about it was so important to follow the right leader. I had several people who didn't want to have my newsletters anymore because they didn't like what I was saying because they were looking at it politically. They had decided I was one political leader they liked the most because he was outspoken, he was this and that, and they liked to, they preferred to follow him and not me. <laughs> That's okay. Instead, I actually got some more newsletters. You, anyone can get my newsletters. So just go to my website and put your name in. I don't sell your names. I don't share those names. They sit in the wall, and I don't even see them. It's just the names are used for the distributor, and it's done through computers. You can only get through all this with codes. But the, you get the newsletter, and it is for free. So do get it. I cannot actually subscribe for you. I could, but it complicates, you know, things. Sometimes I've done it with some people because they said they wanted it. Or if someone has come to me, and I thought, oh, they might have interest in the newsletter, and I put up their name, but I got into trouble doing that. You know, it was an extra effort to do that. And, of course, I did because at that time I had several names I wanted to put in. But you should go yourself to my website, findingyourinnerlight.com or bodysoulconnection.com and just put in your name. And it's secret. 
Yes, it's a secret. No one knows that you're there except for you. So easy. And this is life the way it is. Life is so full of secrets. And I think you should make sure that these are good secrets that you keep. And the biggest secret is that the light lives within you. Your soul's plan sits in you. And you reach that through following your heart. Now take a deep breath. And immediately you close your eyes. And you relax your body. I feel so good about you. So good about you. And you know within you. There is a flame. There is a crystal flame of light and that is immense in power. And that crystal flame, that is the truth about you. And now you imagine that crystal flame of light shining within you and it grows and shines through your whole body. And now suddenly, it is multiplying. It's multiplying. Multiplying again and again and again. And it shines over you, on your side, to the right, to the left, in front of you and behind you. And you actually stand on this light. And you're full of shiny light. And you feel that right now all darkness and all fear is just falling off you. And you brush yourself off everywhere. And all those old limitations of fear or maybe sickness or maybe old pain, everything is now lightening up. And you feel you have more and more light within you. You shine. My God, you shine. You take a deep, big, big, deep breath, like a release. And just get rid of all darkness. And you feel your heart is opening up. And your thoughts are cleansing, you're opening up your mind to clarity. You feel clear in your mind. You feel completely relaxed and happy. You feel you know now. You know that love is important in your life. You love. You prefer to love because your love can actually never go away. You allow love to enrich your life, to enrich your life, to make your life grander and bigger and richer and more successful. Yes. Allow the light to shine. Allow 
the light to shine. And of course you can use your logic in all this because your logic will be more clarified in the light. And it will open up to more imagination. And you see the logic in the imagination as well. This is what love and light is all about. Take a deep breath. A deep, deep breath. You are relaxed. You are content. You feel that you know all. And you are together with something higher. It's like a relationship, a marriage, a union between you and this power of the light. You respect and love the light. The light knows all. The light light sees all. The light loves you. You trust the light. You see a good reason for loving the light. The reason is that you put that first. You put love and light first in your life. And now you become more and more aware of the direction of your life. Yes, you are becoming more and more aware of the direction of your life. You choose the direction of success of happiness and success. You choose happiness and success. This is happy success. Your success is making you happy. And you take a deep breath. You are amazed now how easy it is to understand your heart. Your heart is the opening to your soul. Your soul has a plan. And that is a plan of the light, with the light, and in the light. You stretch your body and you feel how light is coming down over you from the big universe and how this light is getting stronger and stronger and stronger all around you. You are protected. The light protects you from sickness. And you take a deep breath. You understand now that you have to keep a balance 
in your life. You keep the logic and the reality of a good reality of happiness, of following certain rules and thinking about practical consequences. And now you do this with following your heart. You love following love and light. This is your number one rule and commandment and hashtag to follow your heart, to follow love and light. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein, findingyourinnerlight.com. And this is what I had to tell you today. I see you in a few days again, and I hope you enjoyed your day so far. And again, yes, follow your heart. And yes, follow your logic as well. Follow your head as well. If you have a good head, follow those thoughts. Just make sure those thoughts are of happiness and of goodness. And what's good for you is good for everyone out there. This is a foundation for your world. What's good for you is good for the world. Thank you very much. Again, this is Helena Steiner-Holstein, findingyourinnerlight.com. Dr. Helena, info at yahoo.com. Thank you so very much again. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. DW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.